Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Kathy Gibbons is a paediatric consultant at Temple Street Hospital in Dublin. She's with me in the programme. Kathy, will you tell us about the situation that you found yourself in? Hi, Andrea. Um, yeah, so um, a very common situation for myself and my colleagues and most of the staff in Temple Street and indeed any of the parents who, who have to visit. Um, everyone probably realises that there's almost no parking around Temple Street. And um, I, one of my roles is um, working with the critical care retrieval team, the IPAC team. And yesterday we got a call to attend to a critically ill child. Um, and I was called in urgently. And um, in fairness, Temple Street do provide me with a little car space around the back behind a big gate and usually would involve me getting blocking another three cars if I was to park there. And I knew I'd be leaving the county. Um, so I made the decision just to park in the nearest on-street parking, um, which happened to be on Gardner Place. Um, I parked the car, got out my app, put on the maximum three hours and paid whatever, €12 Euro for the privilege of going to work. And I and I ran into the hospital and, and my day then became a 12-hour day. Um, and I just, my focus was on my patients and not my car. And so I, I just forgot to keep topping it up on the app every three hours. And I was heading back into Dublin on the ambulance at about half seven and I remember saying to my nurse 100% I'm going to be clowned when we get there and we packed up tidied tucked in everyone did all the paperwork and I got out of work at nearly nine o'clock and yep sat there with the clamp on the car <laughs> and there was almost a sense of resignation about it like I, I knew it was going to be there um so it was 125 euro and 45 minutes sitting in my car really wanting to be home and um and sadly it's not the first time it's happened to me and many of my colleagues really Kathy is this yeah. frequent? Very. I mean, we the. I mean, I suppose anyone who's been to Temple Street realizes the. It's a very tight infrastructure, and as our populations increase and the complexity of care we give has increased, we've needed to add more buildings, and they've all gone on the interior of the of the space. And so every time we build a new CAT scanner or MRI machine or outpatient apartments, there's another fifty car spaces gone. So we're down to about I think twenty car spaces for the entire staff. So. If you go down Echo Street any morning at six in the morning, you'll find all the day shift nurses sleeping in their cars, waiting for the night shift nurses to come out before the shift finishes to move their cars out onto the street so the day shift can go in and park. And many of the night shift nurses then come out and find they've been clamped sorry, in that. Kathy, sorry, sorry, st- st- give me that again. The <laughs> nurse, say that again. Actually, I think I've taken you up wrong. Are you telling so, me they're so, asleep in the car? Oh, yeah. So we've, we've got... We've we've only got about I, I don't know, I've never counted, maybe thirty spaces for the whole of the staff in Temple Street in behind the building. So the the routine goes and any nurse who works in Temple Street will tell you this, the routine goes the night shift nurses from about six o'clock onwards in the morning take turns to go down and move their cars out onto the street into a legal parking space. The parking doesn't click in till seven. The night shift nurses the day shift nurses often work, you know, travelling from Port Leash, Mullingard, Rahada. They drive into work for 6, 6.15 so they can get one of those precious spaces when it becomes available. And then they spend the next hour, hour and a half before their shift starts, you know, sleeping, eating their porridge, listening to the radio. Um, so they can then have the privilege of going to start work for a 12-hour shift at half seven. And that's this happens every single day. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So there's, there's and, 30 and, spaces, there's 30 parking spaces for the staff at yeah. Temple Street. And I, I assume, Cathy, like, you know, with the line of work you're in, if you're on a day off and you're getting a call to come in, like, you know, it's serious. Like, I'm sure the luxury of going and finding the on-street or the off-street parking and do, like, oh, if yeah. you're getting the call to come in yesterday, you know, this is serious yeah. stuff. Like, it's I, abandon I, the car. 
Exactly, abandoned the car. And I have abandoned my car. There's been a few times where I've parked the car um, in a bay and handed my keys to the porters and said, could you please find somewhere legal for this to be parked? Because I, I just have to get into the child. You know, that's the priority. Can, the car, you, it, you, can you imagine the litigious <laughs> scenario we would be in today if this was a story that a consultant couldn't get to a hospital, you know, and something serious yeah. happened in some case because a car, a yeah. car parking space couldn't be found? Yeah. I mean, as I said, Temple Street have done their best trying to create that parking space, but I can't block in four colleagues for the day and and stop them leaving. You know, it's it's just a logistical nightmare. Um, and and we yes, we have a reduced rate car park down in the Q Park on Marlborough Street, but that's quite a long walk back up if you're trying to race to, to a sick mm. child. You know, um, and it doesn't make sense. And so, so it doesn't feel particularly safe if you're then going back to your car at nine o'clock at night or two in the morning sometimes. Um, I've even had a speaking to a colleague this morning and I've had it myself where we've been called in in the middle of the night to the intensive care unit at two in the morning and been in till eight or nine the next morning with a child and then left to go home to sleep to find the car is clamped because we've gone past 7 a.m. You know, and that's a real, sometimes we, we would still cover the full weekend on call and you, that is your window to sleep is when you're not <laughs> on site I and know, if you wait an hour to get the clamp off it's really frustrating I know and the kind of work you're doing you, you need your, your rest and your, your downtime and it, I don't think exactly. anyone Cathy would begrudge you that yeah. like, I know that people will say you know everybody pays for parking we all have to do it we all have to find the yeah. spot and as you say there, there is a discounted rate and all of that that can be found mm-hmm. but like in an instance where somebody has been called in in a medical emergency to deal with a, a child that's in intensive care, like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know that anyone would begrudge. No, there being and some I, I, exemption I, shown. And I think there's been a, a real effort on 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 Children's Health Ireland to try and come to some agreement with Dublin City Council over this. There was a period in the first wave of COVID from March to September where the camping you know threat was lifted mm. and it was absolutely incredible people were able to come in to work for in time for their shift we were always able to find a space and that was rescinded as soon as the city opened up again and the level five restrictions were lifted yeah. oh sure i know um, we but, talked about it here i talked to various oh, different really? doctors and nurses and james yeah. says oh yeah we've been we've been you know. hearing about this for for a long time but i have to say yeah. your case um <sighs> Is just it's 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 pretty extraordinary. Did you get on to the council yourself, Cathy, about this? No, like? you know, there's probably a sense of apathy on my part. Um, I have tried before in similar situations and got nowhere. Um, so I, you know, to be honest, I just wanted to get home and this, uh, you know, I just needed to get the clamp off the car. So I paid the I paid it and and uh, and and that thankfully work have already said that they'll they'll support that. So you know, financially, I haven't taken a hit. It's it's just that in I thought it's it's. It's it's not particularly nice when you go to work, you know, to do work for others, and and this is the thanks you get at the end of the day. Mm. And look, I suppose if we were talking to the people in 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 the clamping company, they'd say maybe they didn't know, you know, no. obviously they wouldn't yeah. know the circumstance. But I just no. wonder. I suppose the question today is is should there be some exemption given to people? Um, working in, in, I don't mean to, to me or somebody else, but I mean to somebody that's going in to do life-saving, you know, emergency mm. work. And, and maybe that's the question we're asking people today. Do you think that there should be um, some compassion shown yeah. in cases like this? 53106 is the number. What kind of reaction, Cathy, have you got to this? Um, well, I, I'm a little bit shocked because I, I kind of potter around on Twitter and, you know, I, I probably fired off the tweet just in frustration last night and, and didn't think much of it. And, um, yeah, like I think there's nearly half a million views of the tweet this day. 
and people seem to be very, I mean, there's a couple of dissenters, as there always will be, but there does seem to be a lot of support there. Um, and a lot of colleagues and, and nursing colleagues, you know, speaking up and saying the same thing and, and sharing pictures of their cars being clamped. And, you know, but certainly the feeling I'm getting from the public is that, you know, they, they can't quite believe that we don't already have something in place that allows emergency parking mm. near the hospital. Or even a couple um, of spaces outside that, like, yeah. you can just come up, you know, like literally pull up the handbrake, run in yeah. when you're being called in in a emer- medical emergency like this on a yeah. day off. And, it's, yep. you know, it's, I don't sure, like I'd abandon the car, let someone come out and, <laughs> you know, get if, if somebody could move it for you or get a colleague yeah. or a friend or, you know, something. But it just seems, I would just hate to think of what the the repercussion could be, you know, when yeah. the space couldn't be found. Do you get stickers or anything for the windscreens or something to say? like? No, and I mean, I, that seems like the logical solution the council obviously but we obviously all have our healthcare stickers I never never took mine off the car from when we were in level five but that's the only acknowledgement we have that formally identifies us as a healthcare worker and it certainly doesn't differentiate an emergency situation from a non-emergent situation so at the moment we don't have that process in place but it certainly would be something that we'd be I know myself and my colleagues who do respond in that or super urgent situations would really appreciate. When you say there were some dissenting voices Mm. What kind of comments were you getting? Um, there were suggestions of using a taxi service. Um, there was suggestions. Are you that serious? I, mm, Have which, you tried to get a taxi in Dublin? Anytime, I know. I don't know how many times. Can you imagine that? Telling the parents, so I didn't make yeah. it in, couldn't get something couldn't free get now. Yeah. Um, it's, and actually, we have to use the temple. You know, the, the hospital account, which which you know they're great, but it does take on average fifteen twenty minutes to get a response from them. So it's just not practical in no, an emergency. Um, and then there was other people just saying, look, you're you're not that special. Uh, you should have just paid on your app every three hours. And look, I I agree. I was in a I was in a legal parking space. I should have paid, but you know what? I will I will stand over that I looked after the child and not the car app. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think anyone was. It's just not practical, you know. Um, well, I hope you, you get. I hope you get some resolution, Kathy. <laughs> and and if there's anybody in in the council in Dublin listening to this um, today, I I hope they you know look at your case with 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 some empathy. And I'm sure there's many mm. other healthcare professionals uh, find themselves in similar situation to you in, in recent yeah. days. Eighteen hundred four five three one zero six is the number. Kathy Gibbons, Kathy, thanks a million for joining us here on Lunchtime Live. Not at all. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.